0: Oh, nah, not me, man. Don't say that. I'm not the king of New York, man. I'm just doing what I do. That's what I know. Jeez, i am. Hey, what's up, everyone? Friday, Friday, Friday. Welcome to another podcast of The Daily Mind. I'm back again with a new episode, of course, getting this uh, series going towards... 300 episodes can't get any better than that. 300 goddamn episodes! I would have never thought I went as far as I did with this show. Um, it is definitely something special to me. I this is probably one of the one of the few things I look forward to in my day is doing this uh, this podcast. It's full of so many ideas and, and possibilities. Um, I may not get like Joe Rogan numbers, but I do put in the work to get this show. Where it should be and where it needs to be. Anyway, like I said, it's Friday, thank goodness, went through a crazy week, not too crazy though, but crazy enough. And um, just moving right along with today's episode, which if, of course, if you do follow the show long enough, you know that it is um, if there's such thing as a stupid question, of course that's one of my favorite segments. Haven't done this in a while. There hasn't been that many Friday episodes, and I do apologize again. I do have a life outside of this show, so. Yeah, now I'm working as quick as I can on this episode because my stupid ass forgot my charger with this laptop. So I got a certain amount of time to do the show. It might be a little, a little, um, a little shorter than usual, but I'm going to just get right into it. I'm not going to waste any more time and or battery. All right, so here we go. I'm going to look for the first question of the, um, of the day of this episode. And the first question is, why do people go ahead to date someone that they're not compatible with? I think it's just most people are just settling. I think people just want to say that they're with someone regardless. It may come off as settling or whatever the case is. And you never know. They may not be compatible. You know, they do say like opposites attract and that perhaps maybe they just might become compatible later. You know, there's a lot of people that's like that, like, um... You know, I'm pretty sure, like, when me and my wife met and stuff like that, a lot of people thought we weren't compatible. I mean, at first, she was a smoker, too. I was—that was not a thing with me. I was—you know, smoking is a turn off for me. But something clicked where I kind of looked past that, and she'd been quit smoking. It's just we weren't compatible in that aspect. That would have been, like, a red flag to me. Like, oh, man, but you know what? She had a personality, and, and there was a good feeling to it. So I was like, all right, well, you know what? I'll give it a shot. And it worked. Now, we're you know, we're 11 years, 12 years in, 11 years married, so— I mean, it's working out somehow. So I, I take it for what it is. All right, so next question. Um, Let's see what we got here. Um, Of course, I must have came across this question worded in so many ways before. Um, What do I do if my husband no longer wants to sleep with me? Well, you either question it or you go sleep with someone else. All right, it said uh, there are answers to this question. Of course, uh, it says here, Uh, This person by the name of Minimalist15 says that uh, my sister-in-law was having this issue, and it turned out that her husband was experiencing extreme stress at work due to which he couldn't perform in bed, which caused anxiety. A lot of people may go off and say, well, you know, that person's cheating. they got to be messing around with somebody, but that's not always the case. This right here is a perfect example of that. Basically, you know, sometimes anxiety and stress do hinder your performance in bed you can't think straight you can't function straight your little head can't think very much without your big head and so on and so on and so on and so on so if you think that okay my partner's not having sex with me you that's why you have to communicate you have to ask what's going on is it someone else or is it something at work or something other than just jumping to the conclusion of oh man you're fucking around on me that's not always the case and that proves it all right so moving on to the next question Like I said, I'm trying to go somewhat as fast as possible. I only got but a certain amount of battery left. All right, next question here. It says, okay, this never happened to me, but uh, the question is, have you ever inappropriately touched a teacher intentionally? How did it end? Okay, this guy by the name of Jason, he answered the question by saying, yes, I did, but not intentionally, though. I was 14 at the time. It was in math class. I was stapling my paper, and I was going walk back to my desk. When I bumped into my teacher, not going to lie, she was hot as fuck. I remember we both fell down. I thought I was putting my hands on the ground to lift myself. Uh, but it wasn't the ground. It was her boobs. And I barely realized that I was not that it was not the ground. And uh, I got well really, really hard, and I got slapped. And for the rest of the time we meet, it was awkward. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how you came to stumble upon your teacher like that. I mean... Physics could play some funny-ass games sometimes, so perhaps maybe it was just... It was something that was just so random that perhaps he couldn't even, like, get his footing, whatever. I mean, that happens. I never tripped over a teacher like that, but, uh, yeah. Next question. <laughs> it says, what do you like about women's bodies? You know, us men, you know, we're going to be men. I will tell you, and this may come as a shock to me, that I think the, the, the one part of a woman's body I think I love the most... It has to be the hips. I'm sorry, like, tits, ass, whatever. You got nice hips, like childbearing hips. To me, that's just a complete turn on. Boobs, I don't care about titties, whatever. It can be small. It would be eight cups, small, I care. But hips, if you got the hips, you know, hips don't lie. They don't lie. All right, so, but that that to me is just... that's just what I like. Other men, men, men like what they like. They're going to like different things. Um, for me, it's hips. So in case anybody was wondering. Oh, boy. Uh, um. Okay, here's a, here's a different question. Uh, What did you do with your high school graduation gown? Honestly, I fucking don't even know where that shit is. It's probably gone somewhere. In fact, I didn't even have a high school graduation, more or less um now if i want to go back to my junior high school graduation i don't know where that gown is i know it's in the picture somewhere because there's a picture of me wearing it but i don't know where it is um this person by the name of trish she answered the question by saying we have to give ours back you reported to the school a week prior and were given your gown and cap then you have 48 hours after graduation to return them or you receive a bill in the mail to reimburse the school of the cost when the fuck that became a thing I've never, most people I know always kept their cap and gown. They never fucking had to turn it in. That's a first unless the school is on hard times or they got some serious budget shit going on. I've never heard of anything like that. That's new to me. I don't know what kind of school is that, but that's, that's different. That is, um, different. All right. Next question. Let's see what we got down this list. God, I read this version so many times. Uh, this person asked the question, my husband wants us to have an open relationship. Is that a good idea? I've said this shit and I read this question very similarly many times before. It is hit or miss. If you feel like it's going to help the relationship, and in some cases it do, by all means. But it, it comes with consequences and it can potentially make things so much worse. I'm not even going to read the answers to that because that is basically it. It is hit or miss and you're taking a really, really big risk. Again, it works for some but not for all. All right. Next question. Uh, Let's see. Uh, That's kind of a weird question. I'm not going to read that one. Uh, Okay, this is for my car, guys, and this is pretty simple for me. Uh, Which is the better brand of car, Mercedes or Lexus? I don't give a fuck. I say Lexus. Mercedes Benz to me. I, I, I like them. But everybody wants them. I want something different. I always said that if I came across a nice little chump change of money, that I will settle for a Lexus as the most expensive car to buy. I don't want no Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz, that to me doesn't fit my persona. And I love Japanese cars. So me me driving a Mercedes-Benz would be sort of pretentious. Yeah, that's just not my style. You know, I'll stick with a Lexus any day, but... Um, fucking mercedes-benz is just not me you know when you buy a car the car has to fit you a lot of people just buy cars they look nice to me i have to become one with the car i drive a kia sorento and the reason why i drive a kia sorento is because of utility i like somewhat of a people mover i like a car where if i have to pull over somewhere i can sleep in it versus propping up in a chair or something like that and i'm just sitting there super fucking uncomfortable i don't want to do that so i'd rather uh have something with a little bit more space in it i can make a nice little makeshift bed and stuff like that because I, I love road trips i'm always on the road that's my thing so why would i get a mercedes-benz it's just not the way to go for me um all right uh okay here's an interesting question can you like a person you did not like before yeah I believe you can because there's something that on a particular day or a position of the earth, stars and the moon, something changed to where you look at this person another way and you're like, fuck. For example, um, deployments, right? Um, there's a term called deployment goggles. So, for example, let's say you're back, state, back home, and you're in garrison, whatever the one girl that you always see is not as attractive but for some reason on deployment it's like oh man you you didn't like her before but now you're like damn so i mean depending on the, the the situation or the timing yeah i i absolutely believe that you can like somebody that you haven't liked before there's no other answers to this question surprisingly but um i i i personally believe that that you can sure why not all right next question um how can I know whether my spouse or intimate partner is cheating? I mean, uh, somebody wrote uh, this woman by the name of uh, P- Pamela T. Wright. She says, "Spouse who cheats are so in depth at concealing evidence of their extramarital encounters. They want to go somewhere always. This is how they make the activities hard to understand. When you're together, they don't use their phone to uh, they don't use their phone to keep you from suspecting them." And blah blah blah. blah. Okay, they kind of just a long ass run on sentence. Um, I mean, there's, there's sometimes there's ways you can't even tell. Some people are really good at masking shit like that. Um, but that, she did give an example of this person wanting to go out all the time. And you can decipher that however you want to go. Um, but if it's particular times of the night or it's just so frequent that they're always going out and you're like, you know, they never used to go out like this before. And they never give you uh, much of a, a, a reason as to why. They're just like, oh, I'm just going for a walk or oh, I'm just going for a drive or Uh, you know something like that something very vague can be a telltale sign but i mean ultimately you will have to look through their phone and that's a whole nother story right there that looking through the phone shit not that i got nothing to hide but i don't know like i said before i said this a few episodes way back that even though we're married a phone is still kind of like your piece of privacy but if you're not really hiding anything some people are like yeah you can go check my phone i got nothing to hide whatever but others are like no either because they have something to hide or it's just like it's a personal thing to them their phone like i don't snoop through my wife's phone i don't ask to uh look through my wife's phone at all no not at all it's not my place why would i look through it you know i trust her that much all right so um okay um okay next question says do you sleep naked or cloth does it reflect your personality? Okay, sometimes I do sleep naked. Okay, we're all adults here. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Most times I don't. Okay, now the only time I actually do is when I'm home with my wife, or if I'm home alone. That's it. And I don't think it's a personality thing. I think I think it's for me. I just want to be comfortable. It's not a personality thing. It's more like I'm an adult. I don't got kids running around and shit. I don't got anybody else really under my roof except my wife. I'm gonna be comfortable for once because you know, when you're younger, you can't really do that shit, but you're older, so why not, Um, there are answers to this question, Uh, this person by the name of Metal Peak says, honestly, I'm not a nudist, but I do sleep nude, and it's true what you're saying, Uh, another one says here, I absolutely agree with you, and I am a nudist, and I have been sleeping naked since I was 11 years old, it doesn't change who I am, because it's not a personality thing, let's just some weird fucking pervert, it's more or less, you just want to be comfortable, and in this case, There are people here that said they are nudists, so that would make kind of sense. There are families who are complete nudists who are comfortable with walking around naked around each other. That's definitely not my thing. Absolutely no. But for some, they are comfortable with doing it, and that's okay. That's on. That's their life. I'm not in their house. That's what they do. That's what they do. It's just not for everybody. It's not my cup of tea. All right, next question. My husband found my Tinder profile and now wants to divorce me. What do I do? First of all, you're done fucked up already having a Tinder profile. You already know better than that. Obviously, your inten- you had other intentions and plans in place while married. Now, um, this person by the name of Jolie McDonald, um, Jolie, she says, your husband's a pussy. Let him divorce you. Like, he is so perfect, right, and never does anything behind your back. He's going to end the marriage over that? What is the world coming to these days? What the heck is the point of getting married if you're just going to give up so easily? Honey, let them divorce you and go to sleep with whoever you want. Please don't marry the man, the person, until they are like your best friend um, and you know them inside out. Otherwise, you'll just be wasting your money on another pointless marriage. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. You crazy. So you're defending this. So you mean to tell me I, my wife has a, a, a Tinder profile? I find it. And I'm, I'm not supposed to be outraged. Now, she, she's taking it as, okay, well, he, it, it's a bit, it's a bit, he's being a bit overdramatic. No, he's not being a bit overdramatic. Like, she, they're married and she's on Tinder. Now, the question, okay, he can ask, why are you on Tinder? What the fuck is going on? Who are you messing with? Why is this? And then let's, like, adults explain what the fuck's going on that she can reciprocate. Like, okay, well, you know what? Um, I didn't want to say it in person, but, you know, I'm a little bored. I want to try something new, but let's just say she's been doing this shit for like three, four years. He has every right to divorce her. So shit. Why not? And this this one lady here. Jolie's like, no, he's a pussy. If he wants to divorce you for that. So it's okay. Let that shit been on the other foot. Um, Andrew says, what a disgusting answer that is. She cheated on him. And now you're saying it's his fault. Cheating is never okay. And if he's divorcing you because you cheated, then that's your fault my man and then of course maureen she says i agree why were you on tinder and then uh introverted a 1994 says tell us you hate men without i tell us you hate men if there's one type of person i truly despise is a misandrist yes because that bitch um joe lee basically said oh well shit if he can't handle you being on tinder then that's a problem no bitch being on tinder is the problem Is <laughs> you're married like that's the problem so that just goes to show what kind of character Jolie is. Jolie, go, go do something with yourself. Go read a book. Be a librarian. All right. So, hey, next one is mm, looking for things that are interesting. Okay, I'm already, what, 16 minutes in the show, and I think I got enough battery to make this work. Boy. All right. Uh, mm, okay, next question is, why could I not attract women to me, although I am a good-looking guy? sometimes it's not always about looks guy all right it's not always about looks it's personality perhaps there's a certain thing about you that is just pushing them away that's a long answer to this shit that i am so not reading all right but sandra has a shorter answer that i'm going to read and it says or they are some tall dark and handsome men who don't know how to treat a lady read some books if you need to discover what women want and need good luck and all the best to you a book is not really going to fucking help the only way you're going to really know what women want is to go out and see for yourself no book is really gonna teach you that it was i think it was a movie too called what women want but it's a movie you got to go out and see for yourself that's the only way like you could be handsome you could be tall you could be whatever but not all women are looking for handsome not all women are looking for tall and not believe it or not not all women are looking for rich they just want someone who they are compatible with that doesn't require money or good looks Perhaps that's what I'm saying. Some of these guys that that that's so you know hung up on looks, they, they have it all wrong. Because it's not always about that. And you know what? They would be like, yo, how you know it's always the question of yo, how the ugly dude get that bad chick? <laughs> it's more it's gotta be more than just look. And it definitely ain't looks. It's something else that he is offering. You take a guess what that is. All right, so uh let's see. Mm, I think I've read that question before. Bur, 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 bur. Oh, boy. Let me see. I'm trying to trying to see something here. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for more questions. I, I feel like some of them do come across more than once, and I'm just, like, not trying to read the same shit over and over again. Okay, uh... <laughs> right, just give me a second. All right, I know. I'm just trying to make noises to kind of... <sighs> I need something. Come on, give me something. Give me something. <sighs> okay, here's a question. What did you see going on in the back of the school bus that shocked you? The only time I think I've ever rode a school bus was on particular class trips. Normally in New York City, you go on a school trip. You're usually taking the MTA, the bus, the subway, whatever. But oh God, the last time I think I took a, the last time I think I took a school bus trip. Had to have been either somewhere around the second or fifth grade, but that was it. All right. Um, All right. So this guy, Sean, he says, as a former coach bus driver, I've heard it all. Uh, two situations that shocked me were, one, hearing a girl on a Catholic school bus discussing her recent abortion with a friend. She couldn't have been more than 15. She was terrified. Her father would find out. In Australia about 12 years ago, this was messed up. Two while driving a busload of men to a pre-wedding event for the groom i overheard his friend and family encouraging him to begin beating her son beating her soon after the nuptials to keep her in line quote unquote i was horrified and prayed the wedding didn't happen or that uh he rejected the, the advice and of course number three breaking up fights and sex on the bus were the least of my worries because they happen so often you always get the nerdy kid um, sits in the wrong seat, or, it's always the rowdy kids that's in the back, that's the funny part, they're always in the back, causing the ruckus and shit, same thing on New York City buses, them school trippers, the fucking worst, man, the worst, if you can avoid those buses, just fucking, just avoid them, just avoid them, (sighs) ah, I'm trying to, all right, next question, I got, like, 20, well, my battery says I have 43 minutes, 24%, but that varies so i'm gonna try to make this as quick as possible all right um oh here's a good one what is the best way to catch a cheating spouse who is very clever because nowadays it, it's easy to, get, to cheat but it's also easy to mask in a sense all right i'll read this one it says it's um somewhat indecent length um it says um by pamela t Writes space that's one of the pages on uh, Cora. Uh, my husband was getting messages almost every night, and when I asked, he denied that the messages were not important. At some point, I couldn't take more of his lies. I decided I need to know what was happening. Well, a couple of weeks ago, my cousin told me about a PI. PI is private investigator who helped to clone phones without physically touching them. All I did was send his phone number to him, and I had no idea that how he did it. But he was able to access all of my husband's text, app, emails, Facebook, and IG chats, real-time calling, call listening, and his long-deleted messages as if the phone was with me. With the help of the PI called Kevin, I was able to find out that he was a terrible liar and a cheater. I'm glad I found out all his secrets. What the fuck? You want through all that, hire a whole PI just to see if he's cheating? That's some dedication right there. I mean, private investigators are not cheap. And that's a lot. That, I mean, you that's really being desperate for the truth. Now, let's just say you hired a PI, went through all that, and they didn't even do, they're not cheating. They were telling the truth the whole time. Now you look stupid. But, I mean, there are people that do that. They hire PIs and shit like that. But I think nowadays you really don't have to. I mean, you know, it's like that show Cheaters. You know, they hire those guys to, to go bust people who are cheating. Kind of the same thing. All right. Let me see. I got about maybe eight minutes and a little bit of time and I'll wrap this up because I wasn't even going to do the show without the charger. So I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing OK. All right. Um, right. Let's see what the fuck we got. here. I'm not reading that. It's long as shit. Um, Let's see. Da, 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 da. OK, simple question. Is it true that older cars are more reliable? Yes. I'm a big, big head into the auto industry. I truly believe older cars are because manufacturers back in the day focused on the quality build of the car. This was before um, drive-by wire, big-ass navigation screens, uh, tablets on the fucking dashboard, Um, every little smart technology that really didn't exist back then. It was always about the fuel economy and the build of the car. Nowadays, manufacturers focus on all the tech they throw on the cars. With that being said, it over it circumvents around the quality of the car. That's why a lot of these cars are built like shit. Because they put more money into the tech than they do into the overall build. So I strongly do believe that older cars are more reliable. And there are two answers to this question. Uh, let's see. Mm, okay, this guy, by, this guy by the name of Mark. He says, more likely to keep operating with minimum effect and minimum required skill to repair? Yes, more reliable? Not a chance. Why do you think every gas station also serviced cars back then? Why did family buy new cars every five, three, five years? Why is there so many stories of barn fine cars that were parked when they were under 10 years old? We look back on them and remembering what we want and how they looked or sounded, but the steering sucked, brakes sucked, every gasket leaked, uh, fluid consistently, yearly tune-ups and other services, just not truly reliable at all. But yes, you can keep one running by doing the bare minimum. And again, maintenance of a car is always. It's not just something from the manufacturer the owner a car is as good as the owner takes care of it so if you take it for its regular oil changes and tune-ups and services your car will last forever there's 1990 Toy- 1990 1991 toyota camry still on the road that should tell you something i mean a lot of them got junked over time and then they becoming harder harder to find but i promise you it lasts a hell of a lot longer and it's better built quality than the current toyota camry's I could be wrong, but I, I, I truly believe that. All right, so let's see. Uh, let me see. I got about five minutes. I'm going to probably knock on maybe a couple more questions, and um, I'm going to call it. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I'm going to refresh my page because I went way down in this shit, too. I went way down. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait is these the same okay no i need new questions god okay now this shit's acting stupid okay now the site's acting stupid what's going on yeah all right i'm gonna just close this i'm gonna reopen it and then maybe i might get some new questions i might get something new um this is an interesting question do guys compare all the women they had feelings for yes we all do we all do women do it too it's just that simple. Yes, we do compare that every single person we've been with before. Yeah, I mean that's kind of how we've been doing this forever in a day. All right, so why do middle schools and high schools have showers? The answer is very simple, folks. Says here you so you can wash your smelly ass after gym. Do you really think deodorant covers up funk? No, it really don't. Or Cologne. If you're one of those people that go to the gym or don't shower much but decides to put cologne on, please off yourself. Just don't don't fucking do it. It's gross. Alright, um... Okay, were you punished for cheating in school? Um, no. I do remember though, I did get in trouble for doing some really clever, funny shit. So I remember I got an F. (laughs) I forgot what it was. It was like math or something. I got an F. The teacher wrote this shit in pink highlighter, an F. My stupid ass decided to try to erase the pink highlighted F and put an A over it in pencil. I swear to God, I, I, I will never forget this shit. I got in so much trouble. But you have to give it to me for my ingenuity, though. At least if I was smart, I want have did that shit in uh, highlighter. But I, I took a pencil and put an A over a fucking highlighted F please. I I was not thinking at the time, but hey, I was thinking about something to cover that shit up with. Other than that, I got some decent grades in school. Math wasn't my best suit, though. Alright, so, um... Next question. How many men wear their wedding rings? If not, why not? I'm wearing mine right now. In fact, when I leave the house without my wedding ring, I feel naked. Like, I kid you not, I feel, like, super fucking naked without it. Uh, this woman by the name of Trish says, my husband doesn't. His ring is actually on his keychain. He can't wear his ring when at work, once he passes the flight line entrance, all jewelry must be off, even earrings. Because he can't wear it five to seven days a week, he just doesn't think to put it on, so he never wears it. True, like, my wife's job, um, she can't wear her regular ring, so she, was, she, got, a, uh, she got a silicone ring. And a silicone ring is just in place of the regular ring, because she can't wear the regular ring, which is fine. I wear my ring regardless, and in my job, you know, I just wear it. Okay, it's nothing too crazy, I just wear it. All right, I'm going to read one more question because it's like my battery is about to fold. I'll read one more and um, let's see what we got here. Uh, okay, it's, everything's just happening. My fucking battery's failing. Everything, everything's just going wrong right now. Uh, i read one more question. Hmm. All right, last question. How do you become a complete person? I don't know when you feel like you have all your desires and wants fulfilled, but you're never complete. We're never complete. No matter how much we learn, no matter how much we do, we're never complete. Uh, But if there are certain small things in life that um, you're trying to accomplish, um, and if you got them accomplished, then I guess you are complete. Other than that, you know, we're never quite complete. All right. So, hey, that's the end of this show. Got two more minutes but I got the battery saver on, so I need to wrap this up very quickly before it dies. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Do it again next time. Stay tuned for the next episode, whenever that may be. Could be tomorrow. Could be next week. Could be any time. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening. And, um, yeah, email me, of course, DailyMindPodcast at gmail.com. Send me whatever. Send me a suggestion. Curse me out. Whatever. Just say hello. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening and have a great evening and enjoy your weekend. Most importantly, have a good one. Ciao. Oh, nah, not me, man. Don't say that. I'm not the king of New York, man. I'm just doing what I do. Best way I know I am. <laughs> <I'm laughs> the big city, the big gap where I do it big, big things. I